Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Reminding you why we all love living in Mississippi. It's the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. Citizens Bank doing great work all across the state, but uh, here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, they are working hard in the community and thrilled to have them as a studio sponsor of uh, my show. And I enjoyed uh, catching up with Clay Williams. Man, he's a good dude. I just enjoy visiting with him and uh, the work that he and the, their board of commissioners is doing uh, at the at the Gulfport Biloxi Airport is really terrific. And to be up in double digits year over year, it's really terrific to see that. Now let's shift gears and move over to Ashley Edwards, who's the former CEO of the Gulf Coast Business Council. He's an entrepreneur. He's a, a contributing writer to Super Talk Mississippi News, and most recently, he sat in for Gerard on his show. First time ever goes to a live show, does three straight hours, and didn't miss a lick. I listened to ninety nine point nine 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 percent of it, and was even on the show. And I'm proud of you, Ashley. You did a great job. Well, thank you, Ricky. I appreciate that. And I have a newfound respect for the fact that what you're doing is tough. It, it, this is not an easy not an easy gig at all. There are a lot of things to juggle, and it's tough to, uh, to get the timing down right. So, uh, goodness gracious, you know, p- people watch your show every day, and they think it becomes second nature. But uh, this is a tough gig you've got here. <laughs> well, it, 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 what happens is, and this is going to happen to you too, if, if you've got... Um, if you're comfortable in your own skin and you ha- and you and you do your homework, you know the homework's important. You got to burn the midnight oil. I don't care what you do. I, I don't if it's if it's working out with weights or going fishing or having a career. You, you're going to be good at it if you if you prepare and you work hard at it. That's the you know and anything worth having, you got to work for. But. You know, you do your homework, and you you uh, don't short shrift any any guess, which I never do. In over nine hundred conversations, I've never winged it. I, I will never wing it um, because I I really first of all I love what I do, and I see this as an opportunity to get to know people better and to get to know issues better. And what happens is, and this will happen with you too, the more you get to do this, is the accumulation of these conversations. Man, I get smarter. Think about over nine hundred conversations. Uh, I get smarter every day, and it enables me to be able to do the twists and turns that did, that inevitably occur. Uh, you have a guest, you have a guest, you ask a question, and you expect uh, a good two minute answer, and they say, "Yeah, that happened to me once," and that's all they say. And then you're kind of hanging out there. <laughs> but uh, you know, when you got your monitors and you got your timers going, and you got your required, you know, things that you got to say, and it's um, preparation is the key, though. It's that's that's true in anything, but it was certainly true in that gig, wasn't it? It was, and you know, look, I I had a blast. It was a lot of fun to do it. I was so happy that Gerard let me come in and guest host for him, and uh, look forward to doing it again someday. 
Well, you're gonna you're you're gonna be a natural at it. I, I'm thrilled for you that you had that opportunity because you're a good thinker. You know, you're 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 a really good thinker, and you came in. I might add, you came in at the midst of, in the midst of the election cycle, which is never easy. You know, here like about a week out, so so to speak, uh, the election cycle, and uh, boy, I mean, it was a tough tough uh, election cycle. But at the end of the day, Mississippi's a red state, and that's where it landed, and but it was good. It was, you know, good. You had you had a really good sort of balanced view toward it all, and you did a great job of sort of facilitating the conversations that were taking place, and then summing it all up in your conversations with Rhino. So, I, I, and I, by the way, I thought your your chemistry with Rhino was awesome. You guys did really well together. Yeah, you know that was great having Rhino there, a, a pro that does it every single day, and. Um, you know, what an interesting, what an interesting dynamic, but you know, you, you and I've talked about it before, uh, talk radio is really an incredible medium, um, you know, growing in popularity. And as we see forms of traditional media continuing to diminish, uh, this is going to be where it is. So it, this is a, it's a great platform and super talks doing a great job. Their election coverage was outstanding, uh, just gets better and better every day. Yeah, the election coverage, you know, I've talked about it many times, and you're a former journalist yourself, and, um, you know, I have a tremendous and deep respect for journalism. And as you and I discussed on the on on, on the show, it's ironic that Supertalk's uh, known as a conservative uh, station. You know, they've that a lot of conservative program, but they got a lot of programming that's not conservative either. And but but the point is, they got a news operation that is very objective in their coverage. So they're not they're not trying to lean one way or the other. They're just giving you the facts, and they've got a good team led by J.T. Mitchell, and they're they're really doing a good job. But when you combine that news operation with Richard Cross, you know, sitting there in that seat, you know, uh, sort of uh, moderating the, the, the coverage and having the conversations that they had on election night. It's hard to beat that, man. That 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 was really well done. I mean, I, I and you'll see people can go to the Super Talk Mississippi um, Facebook page or to the YouTube page. You can you'll see various segments that, that came out of that night extraordinarily well done. I mean, you're talking about deep, deep analysis, just really good stuff, wasn't it? Well, you know, we've we've continued to see, and you know this as well as anybody, we've continued to see local media in Mississippi kind of fading away. And so to have a statewide network that can really cover what's going on in real time, talk to the folks that are on the front lines, that's valuable for Mississippians to have available because they don't have those outlets like they mm-hmm. will. So, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, what I would do is, and I say this all the time, but for people who may be coming to the show for the first time, I would really encourage you to go look at supertalk.fm and do two things while you're there. I mean, you can surf around on, the, on that website and, and, and you can see the programming. You can see our shows. You can have links to our shows. You can see YouTubes, et cetera. But what I would encourage you to do is go look at the news segment and see the news coverage that's happening across the state. And then sign up for the newsletter. They send out a newsletter, and you can sign up for it. It will prompt you to give you this opportunity to sign up for it. And um, and then once you start getting queued in, the other thing about it that so that's great from an individual point of view. And and listeners get a get a, just a boatload of news every day that they you know they they have the written word, and then they have the audio portion of the news that they share. But it's not just on the 26 radio stations that are part of Super Talk Mississippi Media. 
there's another, you know, so many radio stations that make it a total of 51 radio stations that are that are getting the news across the state. So uh, over 20 radio stations that are not owned by Super Talk Mississippi Media are actually in the in the news network. So when you bring that kind of power to the news coverage, to uh, you know, then you add to that the the Super Talk network itself. It is um, it's super powerful, like you're saying, and and they're getting stronger. You know, while other media are getting weaker, you know, Super Talk's getting stronger, and I understand why. They've got a great strategy. No question about it. And you know, as as we continue to go on here, I think you're going to continue to see the dissolution of a lot of legacy local media that has been out there in the state. Funding is is difficult. You've seen the rise of the nonprofit newsrooms and. Um, you know, to have to, to have a, a network like Supertalk, it's really valuable in terms of Mississippians being able to access up-to-date, accurate information made by Mississippians. So it, it's a it's a really valuable thing. Yeah, then one day I'll, I'll I've talked about it on the show many times, but one day I'll do an entire show to talk about how disillusioned I am with nonprofit news organizations, especially in this state, because there are funders. The funders are typically uh, lean one way or the other politically, and when you look at their 990s, which I have done, that's a that's a, the requirement that they have to show their funding. They don't necessarily have to list every single organization or every single person that the funding is coming from. Just list that these this is the this is the funds. So they they are out there pushing uh, statewide officials and others to be you know to be transparent and fully disclosed. But when it comes to their own f- fully disclosed to their own as a result and and their own disclosure they're not fully disclosing so it's um it's 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 something and as we discussed when I was on your show they they um you know they try to tip the scale and 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 they make no they make no bones about it they put it all out there for the world to see what their biases are and i i don't i think bias has no place in media we've seen it in cable and we see it on on uh, on social media it's it's a shame it's a shame to we can't just get the facts and let people choose for themselves that's really what it should be about isn't it well, you know, and I think that most people are reasonable enough if you tell them, look, I'm giving you opinion commentary, I'm giving you editorial commentary, then they take it for what it is. The difficulty is is when it's disguised behind hard news. And, you know, that's certainly not, uh, you know, that's certainly not just going on in Mississippi or in nonprofit newsrooms. It has been the trend uh, in national and legacy media uh, over the last generation, which is that the lines between editorial and hard news continue to blur and you know on, on a station like super talk or on a network of station like super talk you know you you know when you're listening to an opinion host or a pundit as opposed to uh you're getting news coverage and i think that's an important distinction and keeping that line clear i think is is what people can respect it is a it's a dilemma. I, I'll, I'll mention what I think one of the biggest dilemmas is when we come back after the break, and then we'll find out what else is going on in your world these days. We'll see you after this with Ashley Edwards.
now, back to more of the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. We're visiting with my friend Ashley Edwards. You know, actually, I mentioned before we went to the break that that this nonprofit newsroom thing's created a bit of a dilemma. And the dilemma is this, that they're not just an online site anymore. Let's take Mississippi Today, for example. They're providing their content to newspapers across the state, newspapers that, that claim to be unbiased you know, news organizations. And now you have this news organization in Mississippi Today that is primarily funded by Democrats, that are that are that have an agenda. I mean, the bottom line is there's clearly an agenda. I'm they got great reporters, but but and some of them I know really well, and I have tremendous respect for them. But that that doesn't take away from the fact that at the top there is an agenda, and and you have these newspapers and and all across the state that are that are losing resources left and right. There's virtually no reporters left, and so they get this free content from Mississippi Today and they run it, and they don't feel an obligation to look into where is this coming from and who's funding this stuff. Um, you know, again, you can find fault in all media. I mean, that's just the reality of the deal. But it's still something that uh, is troubling to me as a, as a former publisher. Any comment about that before we shift gears? Well, I think you're right, Ricky. I mean, you know, I came up, uh, obviously, not nearly at the level that you did, but in, in local newspapers and uh, you know, I agree with you. I think that we need more good investigative, in-depth reporting in Mississippi and in our regions of our state. I think that's a good thing, very supportive of it. The difficulty that you run into is when those lines start to get blurred, as as we talked about earlier. And so it's, you know, as as in all things, the, the way to uh, achieve, you know, great things in life is to have balance. And so it's, you know, the balance is where, uh, is kind of where the secret sauce is. It's the ability for people to hear both sides, to consider factual information uh, without sort of an agenda being driven behind it. And, you know, I, I mean, it's, look, I think with the elections in Mississippi on Tuesday, you know, it kind of looks like conventional wisdom played out like we thought it would. Um, in reading a lot of the lead up to the election, you may have been led to believe that something quite different was going to happen. And I, again, I mean, I think it just, it's pragmatic common sense. You know, Tate Reeves won a relatively close race, but he wasn't in real trouble at any point throughout the night. Uh, other Republicans who were facing Democrat challengers that did not have nearly the resources uh, that Brandon Presley had didn't even come close. And so for all intents and purposes, you know, we've now got a state uh, where you've got one competitive race for Democrats, uh, Tate Reeves has has now run against arguably the two most well-funded, well-known, well-heeled Democrats to run in Mississippi in a generation, and he's beat them both in relatively close races. But from reading a lot of the coverage in the lead-up to the election, you would have believed an upset was brewing, and of course now we see in retrospect it wasn't. And so you know, look, no one has a crystal ball. You can't you can't fault people for not being able to predict an outcome that's unknown. But again, I think you're right. Uh, Mississippi is a red state uh, and generally conventional wisdom plays out 
the way that you think it will in a lot of these situations. You know, it was interesting because you watch ABC News, CNN, MSNBC. They all of their headlines leading up to literally on election day was that the governor was mired in a fraud case. Well, that's not very accurate at all. <laughs> I mean, uh, not very accurate at all. I mean, you would think he was near getting indicted the way they were talking about it. And then, and then Mississippi Today did their, you know, their big, you know, expose a week out. You know, I, we would have never done that in the world that I came from. We would have never been working so hard to tip the scale journalistically a week out from an election. We just, that's just not the way it works. But, um, you know, so all, every, Everything was out there, and Mississippi's still a red state at the end of the day, man. You know, over $12 million, as you pointed out, a good candidate, and, you know, Tate Reeves the victor. And, you know, across the board, Mississippi's a red state. So that's where we are, man. And, uh, and you know, I think, I think we could talk all day long, and we won't get into it now, but voter turnout – it just still wasn't as sporty as you would have expected in a race like this. But I think people are so polarized and so tired of the negativity, and they just they wrote it off. And, then, you know, Democrats are usually good at getting the vote out, but they couldn't get the vote out in this case, could they? I think that's the story of the 2023 elections in Mississippi. You know, had you seen, you know, significant increases in those counties turnout west of I-55, where Democrats are still very competitive in Mississippi, it could have been a much tighter race. You know, Brandon Presley may have been able to get it to a runoff, but, you know, he's about two points off of where he needs to be. And, you know, there's still there are absentee tallies and things like that still coming in. But in the final accounting, it looks like turnout will actually be down from 2019. And so the postmortem of this election really is all of this advertising, all of this influx of funding didn't really do anything to move the needle and arguably may have even turned people off and kept them at home. Um, look, I think it's horrible that we have such low turnout in our elections in Mississippi, but you know, chalk this one up to yet another low turnout election. Yeah, I think, I think you're right about that. And just, just, we've got to do something to get people to be involved in the democratic process. I mean, democracy, my gosh, man, that's what makes America such an amazing place, such an amazing country. And the citizens do take that for granted. That is for sure. They take it, they take it for granted. But listen, uh, Ashley, it's been great to catch up with you, my friend. Take care. Hey, Ricky, thank you for having me and have a great afternoon. You bet. This has been my friend Ashley Edwards, a contributor to uh, Super Talk Mississippi News and actually a sit-in host from time to time. Have a great day and we will see you tomorrow. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.